సాధు 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 నమో తస్ భగవతు అర్హతు సమ్మా సంబుందస్ నమో తస్ భగవతు అర్హతు సమ్మా సంబుందస్ నమో తస్ భగవతు అర్హతు సమ్మా సంబుద్ధస్ బుద్ధాం ధమ్మాం సంగాం శరణం గచ్చామి సాధు సో స్వామినాథ్ అవసరాయి so dear dharma friends i'm so 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 happy to be here and i hope all of you can hear me try to speak a little bit uh, and as uh, bandhu just described um, what i would like to do is to share something very little with you <coughs> in the short time that we have related to meditation and then to take a little bit of a practice from there on as well so first of all all of you have come to to this location in the church to do what is called meditation yeah how many of you had medication before you came here yeah so some of you have done something to your body with medication m e d i m e d i c a t i o n yeah great bante yeah okay stimulated yourselves adequately and now come here to do what is called medi so the word medi the word medi is to cure in latin the word medi is to cure the shun is about the doing curing so one is about the ca the other is about the ta so when you cure with the ca which to me i don't know what it means but i have identified it as a capsule <laughs> yeah curing with a capsule or whatever the problems you have in the body the ta is for tranquility curing with the tranquility so the buddha says that the mind is a forerunner mind mera everything and if you are wholesome with your mind in speech and deed and all of what you do he says that your body will feel like a shadow following this mind and if you are not if you are not if you are unwholesome with your thoughts and all of what you do he says that it is like a wheel of a horse driven cart as heavy as that chakkanga bahato bada so my objective for the day right is to give you a experience of what this shadow that follows the mind feels like okay so if you are a person who takes medication continue but now try to increase the dosage of meditation <laughs> okay so the i think medication is taken three times a day before or after meals so now we should consider taking meditation the same way huh right <clears throat> so to all of you in the meditation in the meditation buddha talks about the nature of distractions or hindrances he says that all of us are all the time hindered or distracted not just in meditation but as things are like we are now trying to listen this gentleman wants to take a photograph or two what do you think happens now yeah the light the flash the sound everything just makes our mind to be attracted with it and not with the rest and now you come back to this come back to listening So somebody closed the door what happened 
Yeah, you, your mind went to listen, hear the sound and got distracted. So, constantly our mind is moving from one to the other, to another, to another. Yeah? And it is moving associated with one of your sense faculties. Either you are distracted by sight or sound or smell or taste or just the mere environment causes you to be distracted, hindered with. That's the first distraction. And I think that is adequate for us to concentrate on today. Okay. So, how many of you are distracted by sight? Everybody? Okay. So, how are you distracted? Movement. Eh? Yeah. Movement. Colors, what is? Light. Light. Smell. Yeah? Shape. Yeah? So, can you see? You are now identifying what you are distracted by. But do you think that is the truth or is there something else? Desire. 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 Very much so. Or diversion. I was driving and I saw dead animals on the road. Yeah. So now can she, she is explaining something that happened and she is talking about I saw. Yeah? I, somebody called I, saw it. Do you think she actually saw that or do you think she actually looked at it? Sorry? My eyes experienced it. <laughs> Sir, you were so right about the desire. First of all, Right? Each one of us have a pair of eyes, E-Y-E-S, and there's objects in this world, and each one of these objects and this eye can only come together if what happens? Sight. If you look. If you don't look, these two don't come together. Would you agree with me? Yeah. yeah. So who's looking? <laughs> Yeah, I am looking. And whom have I been blaming up to now? Yeah, right. ah, I have been blaming everybody else other than me. <laughs> I am blaming everybody else for what they are doing. Right? These dead animals on the road and all these things. Right? Couldn't they cross when there were no vehicles? <laughs> but this is caused because I choose to look. And now that I've looked, I've seen. And now that I saw this, I have chosen to behave the way I behave, to be distracted and to be hindered by what I saw now. So you do not see anything unless there is looking present. <sighs> Sir, who taught you to look? Can I? But I look. I'm looking. I don't know who taught me to look, but I've learned to look. And how do I look? Do I look with criticism? Do I look out, look out for shortcomings and inadequacies? 
failures of others? Yeah? Or do I look at it kindly and forgivingly and generously? Hmm. <laughs> this is a meditation group, by the way, right? I think that there's some peace inside everybody. Yeah? We are looking for something more. Yeah? So now can you see that you are the cause of everything you see? Yeah, because I looked at it. If you didn't look at it, you're not the cause of it anymore. Realize. Realize this truth. As you are only hindered and distracted by your own looking. Okay, go to the next one. Go and just check about your ears. Your ear hears and there's so much of frequency in this world. All this frequency can only come and meet up with your ear if you listen. And what do you think we listen to? Sorry? Ah, past thoughts and we eavesdrop. Yeah, we are very happy for our ears to listen to what the others are saying. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> How many of you have been hurt in the past by what another may have said? Right, good, good. So were you hurt with what they said or were you hurt with what you listened to and how you chose to listen to? <laughs> yeah, you chose to listen like this and now that you, your choice was such, what have you done to yourself? Yeah. Hurt yourself. Hurt yourself. And whom have you blamed? You person. <laughs> exactly. So do you think you have been fair? No. No. So a meditator, a person who tries to find out about itself, is a person who begins to see this fundamental nature of this person called I who lives in this body. Right? So this body that you have has faculties of sight, sound, smell, taste, feeling, about the nature of expression, about the nature of speech in it. And these are what you choose to react and respond to this world. Okay? So from today, I would expect, or I shouldn't expect, right? <laughs> From today, at least each one of you have the opportunity to be aware of what you look at, what you listen to, what you smell, what you taste, how you be, and how you react and respond to everything around you. Yeah? And can you now live without being hurt? Can you live without being insulted? Yeah? Do you think you can live without being irritated? Can you live without being aggravated? <laughs> but now, am I talking about human, a human being? Well, if this is what a human being is, who is not a human being? 
Don't answer. But when you begin to start looking at this nature of cells and the faculties of how these are driven and managed by you, you begin to see what each one of you is about. Okay? So, next thing. How many of you have been born? <laughs> Sorry to be asking these fundamental questions, but it is this fundamentalness that you need to build your realization on. Okay, so if all of you were born, how many of you, anybody who is not a son or a daughter? Can you please identify? Okay, so each and every one of you were born and born to a family as either a son or a daughter. Okay, so this existence, some of you who were born as a son and daughter may also have been born as a brother or a sister. Or maybe that after you there were other brothers and sisters. Or maybe that you were the only. Right? So, being born as a child, as a son and daughter, being born as a sibling is just the nature of this existence. You can't get away from it. And now that you're born, you're related to everybody else that you're related with. Right? You know that, yeah? You knew that. Did you know that? Sure? So now what happens with every relationship? Surely. How many of you remember relationships? Can you all remember being a son or a daughter? Yeah? So you remember something. So you have a memory. So in that memory, do you have good things or bad things or neutral things? Oh, oh, all three of them? Which of more? <coughs> it depends on the circumstances. It depends. So what do you think of any aversional thoughts in your memory as a son or a daughter? What do you think happens when you sit here and suddenly think about it? Next feeling. Eh? Next, next, next feelings. You get anger. You get the associated emotions of it coming into you. So now, do you think you are distracted by those thoughts? Yeah. So who 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 caused those thoughts? Yeah. So the nature of your mind chooses to transact that way, salvage certain thoughts. And now with those thoughts that have aversion in it, you are now expected to live with it. And when you sit in this way to meditate, some of the things that happens is depending on the circumstances, those thoughts of the past arises in your mind and now with the emotions associated, you live that experience at that time. So you are distracted by the past and the emotions of the thoughts. Right? So what are you expected to do? What are you supposed to do? Yeah, recognize the distraction and also recognize the nature of why those thoughts are still present. Yeah? So how many of you know forgiveness? How, do you know, how, many, how many of you all know how to forgive? Good. So how many of you have forgiven? Just trying count. Eh? Just trying. <coughs> trying does count on a lot of other things. <laughs> 
man. Everything counts. Everything counts. So, a meditator is a person who carries this understanding, this fundamental understanding, and a person who is able to be forgiving of their past, so they can then be free of the aversional emotions of each role and whatever it consists of, of yourself. Yeah? So like this, there are very, I'm, I'm, I'm going a little fast, normally I take a little time to say this, but knowing that we have not too much time, I just want to make sure that we have done adequate to, to deal with this, right? So, <clears throat> in this way, when you reconsider yourself, you begin to see that you need to identify yourself as to who you are as a son or a daughter. You need to identify yourself in all other roles that may have a high amount of aversion, high amount of transactional aversions, maybe at work, maybe with some other relationship. Okay? So, if a person has not learnt to forgive yourself and free some of your thought, now you have a difficulty in dealing with your meditation. Okay? So, next thing is that aversion also comes with another condition in us. And this condition is a nature of craving in us. Okay? How many of you know the word craving? How many of you have the word craving? Yeah? In what way do you have it? Wanting to control things. That is craving? <coughs> Wanting. Yeah? Wanting to control. So the craving lives in, not in the word control, but in the word... Ah, see? She has a wanting and she has a wanting to crave, to control. Okay? What are the other words do you think? Wanting to feel good. Uh, still wanting though. Desire. Oh, now that's a big word. But before that, there are some very simple things. And Buddha explains that the craving or tanha lives in us in the form of things I like and the things I don't like. Yeah? So how many of you have likes and dislikes? Everybody. Everybody has things you like and everybody has things you dislike. Okay? So he says, If you like something, yeah, and somebody else does something and disrupts what you like, is it a pleasant feeling or an unpleasant feeling? Ah, unpleasant. What happens to your anger? Does it increase or decrease? You increase it. And now, threateningly, whom do you blame? <laughs> the person who disrupted it, right? Okay. Take the things you dislike. If you dislike something, and somebody does something, and makes you live something you dislike, pleasant or unpleasant? Unpleasant. What happens to your anger? It's increased. Right? Threateningly, whom do you blame now? The other person. Okay. How many of you have expectations? All. Has all of your expectations been fulfilled by others? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I am only talking about your life, right? Yeah, isn't it? Okay. So, when expectations are not fulfilled, is it pleasant or unpleasant? Unpleasant. With this unpleasantness, what happens to your anger? Increases. Now, whom do you blame? Others. Each one of you had a free choice to choose the things you like. Did you? Each one of you had a free choice to choose the things you disliked. And each of you had a free choice to set expectations on anybody, on anything. A free choice. With this free choice, each one of you have gone about doing whatever you have done up to now. And here there are other poor souls who are related to you, who go about their day-to-day -day work. And doing so seems to have disrupted your free choice of your likes your dislikes and your expectations. And each one of you have chosen to be unpleasant with it, angry with it and threateningly blame everybody else and not the free choice you had. Hmm. Can you see? Can you see why your mind is so occupied at the moment? trying to find a scapegoat all the time, yeah? all the time you are trying to find, to lay the blame on another, so you are so exhausted, you are so fatigued and you are trying to protect yourself all the time. Yeah? So each one of you are always so, so tired with what is going around you, to lay blame on others. So, this is the most fundamental thing you need to begin to see that each one of you has been the cause of whatever the experience you've had up to now. Who caused it? Eh? I did, I did. Hard to say I, no? Hard to say me. I want to give other names, yeah? We did, the soul did it, yeah? But ultimately, I am the person who is responsible for this. So, I am the one who caused it. Okay? So, now can you see, as a meditator, when you begin to see this fundamental nature of craving and how the selection of likes and dislikes have caused you the unpleasantness and the anger and how your faculties and your willingness to use the faculties are making contact of this world and causing you uh, experience. Right? Can you see how far away from the truth I am? <laughs> now can you see why each one of you are so exhausted? Yeah? Eyes are exhausted, the ears are exhausted, the physicality is exhausted. Now, how many of you like to be blamed? <laughs> if there is a fear, that is the only fear. I don't want to fail and I don't want to be blamed. So the delusion is constantly to protect myself, to defend myself and constantly keep shape. Though you don't like to be blamed, how easy has it been for you to blame another? And do you think they like blame? Mm. 
whom am I talking about? Me, me, me. Whom am I talking about? I did, I did hear from the back. <laughs> me. I'm only talking about me. Why there's only I, me in here? I am the one always benefiting me causes this existence in this manner. So this is to see the teachings of the Buddha in each one of you. It doesn't matter what caste, creed, religion, sex, nationality you are. Each one of you have an I, the letter I with the ego. Each one of you have the nature of me, that is the nature that always causes the beneficial outcome inside you with your likes and dislikes. And th these two get together and possesses this world as saying mine and not mine. Can you see it in you? I, me, mine are the three things that make up this self that has caused so much and never admitted what it has caused. Okay? So, now what I would like to do with you is to sit on a meditation a little bit more. But in this nature, I would like to understand of the word called mudita. How many of you know the word, the word called mudita? Have you heard this Pali word called mudita? How many of you have heard the word self-joy? Self-joy, what is self-joy? Contentment is self-joy. When you, exactly, when you love yourself. Do you love yourself? <laughs> How many of you love yourselves? How many of you feel loved by others? How many of you feel worthy being a son or a daughter? Yeah, yeah. How many of you feel worthy of being a brother or a sister? How many of you, yeah, 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 with one of, one of the brothers or the sisters, I may be good with the others, I may not be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I would like to introduce to you a word called Sattara Brahma. These are those four conditions of kindness, compassion, self-joy and equanimity. Okay? These four should be in you all the time. Kindness, compassion, self-joy and equanimity. And it's called in Pali Brahma Vihara. Okay? So, first thing to do is in every role that you are in, you should learn to appreciate what the other people have done for you. So, if you were a son or a daughter, who are the people who would do for you? Your parents, your mother and father. And two different ways, right? Your relationship with your mother and your relationship with your father are two different things. So, you need to spend a bit more time as a son or a daughter with your mother and separately with your father to understand how to appreciate what they did. In certain circumstances, hard. But you should be able to in, in your mind. In your mind. In your mind, right? Inside you. 
So you should be able to close your eyes and say, Mom, thank you, thank you, Mom, for looking after me, for bringing me up to this world. Thank you for educating me and keeping sleepless nights. And thank you, Mom, for you know putting up with me with my illnesses and when I was hard. Thank you for protecting me. Thank you for feeling me, making me feel secure. Like this, you should be able to talk your life of infancy upwards, wholesomely, wholesomely. Second thing is that you should be able to talk what is called be appreciated by others. You know how each one of you are appreciated as a son or a daughter? No. How many of you are the eldest in the family? Okay. How many of you are the youngest in the family? Okay. How many of you are the only in the family? Okay. All the others are like me in between us, right? Here and there. So, as the eldest, what do you think your mother would have experienced when you were in the womb? Fear. Fear? Why fear? <laughs> I think your mom, I think most moms would have been proud to show off that I am a fertile person carrying a baby for the first time. Don't you think so? No. Oh, you... Leave aside the experiences of unwholesome and just focus your attention to consider that how others would have seen you and how another may have appreciated you for what you were from infancy. And I tell you that when a parent is pregnant, they carry a lot of pride with it, they carry a lot of joy with it to show the fertility of being a person, right? So just consider and consider the transaction because there are other things that you may want to forgive them for, right? They may have done certain things that were wrong and bad, but try to see at least one good thing that they may have seen in you. No, hard. This mudita, self-joy is so hard because you need to go and start thinking differently of how another person may have appreciated you. Sir? How many people, when you walk on the road, may have seen you and said, oh, handsome man? Thousands. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, 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 would have, I would have gone further. I would have gone further. So, you know, at least be happy that you had brought that pleasure on so many. And well done for that. So now I have to live with saying that for a <laughs> We, we, that was only a learning exercise, right? But now you go back to your own self and increase it in whichever way you want, right, sir? So, in this way, try to recognize how another may appreciate you for who you have, you have been, okay? Next thing is that if you have blamed another, say in your case, a son and a daughter with a parent, okay? How to ask for forgiveness now that you know that blame is wrong? Blame is unfair. It's the way that you have caused it. How to stop blaming and say and ask for forgiveness saying, I'm sorry to have blamed you for what you did in the past. Okay? If it's, it, 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 just try it out. Just try it out because I'll tell you, it's only one or two exaggerated moments that causes the paranoia at the moment that you have. And if you go behind that, you'll be able to see a few incidents that you can free yourself from.
free yourself as defilements. And lastly, you must be able to free them if they have blamed you and punished you for things they saw as wrong, as they in a role would have been frightened bringing children like us up, where we may not have listened to all the things we were instructed to do. Right? So they would have been in fear of the role and the responsibility they had. So you should forgive them for what they may have done. Okay? So four words of transaction. Appreciate what another does. And how do you appreciate? If somebody has done something to you, how, what do you say? Thank you. Thank you. So there's a word of thank you to transact with. How to be appreciated of what, what another does? When they say thank you to you, what do you do? Welcome. You're welcome. So for, just consider when another person is seeing you and appreciating for you to be able to say you're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. And you'll see a lot of qualities in you that others may appreciate of you. Next is about the nature of asking for forgiveness. I'm sorry. And talk the story saying I'm sorry to have blamed you when you were unfair doing for my brothers and sisters and not for me. In that way, you begin to see certain transactions you can nullify going forward. And lastly, you could now ask and forgive them for whatever they have done that you feel that they were wrong by and they had been blaming you. Right? So, in this exercise, if you quietly consider, and I think that the son and, uh, son and daughter role may be the one that you have the longest relationship with. Yeah? That may be the first thing to clean up. And then you'll understand what to do when you free yourself in this manner. Okay? So, what I would like to do, right, is that, <coughs> knowing the time, <coughs> we would sit for a while, and you need a little bit of time to make that story up inside you. Yeah? Make up the story, right? So this is about not just the metta bhavana, but this is also mudita, the appreciativeness. So to, to appreciate another and be appreciated by the other is a metta, okay? So take your role as a brother, uh, sorry, sorry, son or a daughter. Consider either your mother or a father, right? And one may be enough for today, right? <laughs> yeah, don't try to, you know, yeah, fix the world. And once you know the transactions, right, consider this. So, take yourself to the nature of Vipassana. So, first of all, Ujunkayam, this upper body, Panidhayam, without any support, Parimukam, bringing your mindfulness around your face, where all the sense faculties are present. Satting, Uppattapetra. So, he says to sit in this way. Be mindful around you, mindful as to what you have been asked to do. Consider the role of a brother or a sister. Take the relationship of, with mother or your father and begin to apply how you would appreciate them with a thank you, how they may appreciate you and acknowledge with a you're welcome. Ask for forgiveness for whatever wrong that you may have done on, their, on them in blaming them and free them of their past by forgiving them and nullifying the transaction 
with it's okay and that's okay in that manner. Enjoy seeing yourself and freeing yourself of these defilements. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Okay. How does it feel? <coughs> Tomorrow being Mother's Day, I thought this exercise is extremely useful. Well done. Forgiving is one of the most peaceful things to do. Free yourself of all defilements and just be a free individual. Yeah? If you only consider the life expectancy that we have, take the life that we've already lived and consider what is left. How much do you think each one of us left with? Huh? Just now, don't know how much. With this uncertainty of how much time is left, can you imagine what we are doing? Yeah? So, learn how to take each of your roles that's been caused, see the nature of burdenment and what you burdened yourself with and free all the pain associated. Free it and have nothing, you know, only the wholesomeness left in you. Once you have done this and now know how to look and how to listen, how to feel and how to be with expression and you know deed, you become a wholesome person. You become a very kind, considerate, wholesome person. Okay? And this is what a meditator should feel like. Light and elevated. You know what this lightness is about now? Yeah? Can you all feel light? <sighs> A huge weight of your body. Hmm? So, when you finish an hour's experience of meditation, the physicality, the physical body should feel this way and the mind should feel this way. The tranquility in you. Calming in nature. Alright? So, no tablet can get you to this position. <laughs> there is no tablet in this world that can remove a thought that has anger in you. There is no tablet that can change the way your likes and dislikes are lived. There is no tablet that another person can take so your expectations are fulfilled. And it is these that are causing all of the anger and the disruption in our lives. So, you could medicate yourself as long as you want, but unless you have realized the nature of this mind and brought on board a, a deliberate way to overcome the pain, you are not going to free yourself of the past and your defilements you have collected. This life is yours and for you to experience the kindness. What is the point in living another day with all the pain of the past. Let it be. You don't have to do anything with it. Just let others be who they have to be and be happy with yourself doing the things you have to be doing. 
let others be, don't interfere, don't go to intrude into them. Yeah? Recognize your duty, recognize your role, and just be. Amazing, yeah? Yes. So, many a book written about power of mind, here and now, and all the things. But whatever the book says, the book that is inside you tells you your life and how you caused it. And there's no better author than you to rewrite that in a kind, compassionate way. And there's no better message to take to tomorrow as being Mother's Day. Okay? Experience your parents. Experience your role of a child. Being kind and appreciative of whatever they've been and recognize how to be appreciated by who you are. And appreciate it yourself. This is what mudita is about. Self-joy. Not just a sympathetic joy, appreciative joy. So, I think my time's come to stop as the hour's finished. Uh, I also uh, have a little principle. I, I take only one meal a day and I try to take it rather early. So, uh, I'll take my meal and I'll make myself free for anybody who wants to stay around and have a further chat. Okay? If you all have no other commitments, I'm happy to discuss or talk to you as long as it needs in that way. So, let us all take this opportunity to recognize what we've just done, to see this nature of this person inside, of I and me, and the cause of these likes and the dislikes and the way the roles have caused each one of you to be who you are today. To remember the nature of all the memory. May the merit of seeing yourself for this other be shared with all the living beings in this universe. With all the relations and friends among the, the living and the ones who have passed away. In whatever realm they may be, to be seen or not to be seen, close by or far away, born or yet to be born. May all of them be happy, healthy, peaceful and content. May each one of you have the strength, the courage and the confidence to adopt this nature of life, of pleasantness, kindness and compassion. May you be able to adapt it in this environment that you live within. And may you be able to adjust your relationships so they do our, the duty is not short-lived. May all of you be appropriate with what you do. May all of you be adequate with what you have. May all of you be sufficient with the dependency on others. May all of you be satisfied with what others and you have done for yourselves in your accomplishments. May you be content with this existence of what you have possessed. May all of you be happy, healthy, peaceful and content. Thank you for your participation and may all of you have peace. Teru and Saranai. Sukhi Yudh. Sukhi Yudh.